0: How are you doing? I'm
1: good, how are you?
0: I'm uh, really excited to get to know you a little bit more and and to listen to some of your fascinating <laughs> stories. So thanks for being on the, is it a podcast or video cast yeah. I guess today? So why don't we start by introducing yourself mm-hmm. if that's
1: okay? Yep, well my name's Joanne and I am from Scotland, a little bit north of Edinburgh in Kirkcody. I am a English teacher at intrepid English and I have lived in China, South Korea, Japan, Poland and Scotland obviously.
0: <laughs> where 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 you yes, are now. Where I am now? Um, and yeah. you've you've moved uh moved back to Scotland mm-hmm. recently haven't yeah, you? I have you? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. You've been teaching with us for um, a month, month and a half now, mm-hmm. and uh, already you've made a really great impact. So uh, I'm really, really happy <laughs> to have you here. Um, so you mentioned a few different countries mm-hmm. that you've lived in. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit about some of those countries?
1: Um, yes, I was in China for, I think, a total of about six years um, on and off, um, not all in one uh, big stint. And I was in Japan. In Japan, I wasn't teaching. I was traveling and I was a student, um, so on the other side of the classroom. And in Korea and Poland, I was teaching as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so how many of those languages can you speak and to to what degree?
1: Um, I would say that I can, well, maybe I don't want to say. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I can speak uh, Chinese and uh, Japanese. I was Mm -hmm. very bad at learning uh, South Korean, which is quite funny because a lot of teachers go from China, Japan and South Korea, if you're in that part of the world and most people, Mm -hmm. well, a lot of teachers uh, say that Korean is easier because it has more of a form of alphabet. um, So it's easier to read. Not for me, (laughs) but, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yes, yeah, Chinese is okay, um, speaking and, uh, general life wise, but I didn't really go to classes. Um, so in comparison to, uh, Japanese where I w- obviously, I, well, I went to intensive language school, so writing and reading is much better in Japanese than Chinese, even though I wasn't there as long. Mm -hmm.
0: interesting so very different approaches to language learning um for each of those languages Mm -hmm. um I'm sure that helps you or informs your teaching style in when you're teaching English as well I guess
1: yeah I would say so um that I think especially how I learned Chinese a lot of it was not focused on okay today I'm going to study this one point Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um really do it it was more just trying and failing quite a lot
0: (laughs) (laughs) which is a valuable part of learning anything I think (laughs) you need to be you need to be able to to fail and willing to fail um in order to move forward I think I always tell my students that um having a bit of a sense of humour is so important when you're learning a language. Uh um, generally helps you to enjoy the process a lot more, doesn't it?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, not being afraid mm-hmm. to make a mistake. Um or yeah, mm-hmm. just how you deal with inevitable failure as you will obviously mm-hmm. make errors <laughs> again and mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: as long as you're learning from it and you you know you try to this is one of the reasons I recommend reviewing um the things that that students learn it's uh, really common for people to learn 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 but not review what they've learned mm-hmm. um but then you know you you miss the the learning points for example if you've made a mistake if you if you don't review it then you might keep making that mistake so um yeah reviewing is is a a very valuable part of, of learning in my opinion. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah.
0: So uh, we've talked about your language learning. So let's talk about your teaching a little bit. What kinds of
1: English lessons do you most mm-hmm. like? Well, I've worked a lot with younger students. Um, I think my youngest student would probably have been around two and a half uh, years old. So I have definitely spent a lot of time in uh, kindergarten or early years, elementary, some high school and adult, but definitely a lot of time with younger students. So I think for younger students, especially uh, CLIL-based learning, so content and language integrated learning um, is very useful for them and it's enjoyable for both the student and the teacher because you get to teach English through subjects or combine it with other things so that they see it not just as a class or a test but as you know a kind of door to learn other things or different experiences in general yeah
0: that's so handy for for children to learn that way isn't it i think lil's really taking off in many places in the world now um and I think I think it's wonderful. Like, I sometimes I mean, I guess in a, in a way, unintentionally, sometimes um, a lot of our lessons can be CLIL in the way that we're discussing topics that range from, you know, I'm just thinking about this week alone. I've talked about medical English. I've talked about lots of different kinds of business English. You know, I've talked to students who deal with The impact of climate change, and you know, we we often sort of work on certain issues and talk about solving problems, but we're doing it in English. So um, you know, that way, students tend to, or at least my my adult students, tend to focus less on perfect English, and instead, they're they're focused on solving the problem or you know, um, performing the action somehow. It really helps with fluency, I find, in many ways. So is that true of such young kids
1: as well? Um, Yeah, I would say that, um, yeah, definitely, especially for fluency. I mean, in some schools that I worked at, there was different levels of how important English was in the classroom. So there would maybe be Mm -hmm. some of my students who half of their time would be in English and um, having all different subjects in English. And then other students who would only have English in English. And yes, you would have some cases where students maybe didn't do as well as uh, people expected in the exam. But if you went, you could have conversations. They were just much more able to, explain things in different ways or get their mm-hmm. points across and ultimately think in English rather than having to translate yes. everything or just having this is the one answer and this is the only way that I can do this and if mm-hmm. it's not the one question I know I I don't know what to do so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it makes them much more confident I would say from such an early age because they don't have the same insecurities as adults children I think often are not as worried about making mistakes. They can we kind of learn that as we grow up that it's a bad thing to do.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, they try, they explore, they, you know, fall down, <laughs> get right back up again. It's it's quite admirable, <laughs> really. I see that in my niece. She's she's not, she's fearless, uh-huh. you know, in many, many ways. Um, and sometimes I'm, I'm a bit more cautious than she is. Um, awesome. So... You've, you've talked a little bit about your, your teaching, your career in various countries, which uh, I'd, I'd love to talk to you more about. Um, maybe we need a whole series, <laughs> a whole podcast episode on that. Um, but you're also someone with a lot of hobbies, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So would you like to talk a little bit about some of your
1: passions? Yep. Um, I love traveling, um, yoga and dance. So I have been dancing, I think, since I was around three years old i went to the same dance school as my mum went to um yeah (laughs) um so the dance teacher i guess you could say she's very experienced with all her years (laughs) of experience um yeah so i did highland dancing which is um traditional dancing for scotland it's not kaylee dancing because it's not something that everyone participates in so it would be more kind of what someone would watch um and only okay. s- specific mm-hmm. people who've learned it would do it whereas a kaylee is kind of a, a party style dance that everyone yeah participates everyone gets in. involved yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, I'm sure you're you're as at home with a Kaylee as you are with Highland dancing now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do I do like Kayleys. Although I did when I was travelling in Japan, uh, I went woofing. Um and the Homestay family, one of her friends, uh did Kaylee dancing as a class, as a hobby. Um so one day I went she was like, Oh, you can take the day off and uh go and take part in this class because they would like to do it with someone from you know where it's from um so yeah. i did but i don't think i was very, they were probably very disappointed because i think we don't I do obviously well not obviously in in scotland you learn in pe classes or just by going out to kaylee's and participating but there was obviously a class And a teacher, and you can do it competitively, etc. So that's what they were doing. So they were probably maybe a little disappointed that (laughs) we just. Do you want a competitive Kaylee dancer? (laughs) That we just do it at parties where people are are drinking or having fun. It's not so serious
0: or weddings. I remember my first Kaylee at a wedding, I was very intimidated, but the band tells you what to do, yes. so you just follow the instructions. Mm-hmm. But there were people falling <laughs> over, there were dresses getting ripped, and, you know, <laughs> it was quite quite a thing to see. <laughs> um, but, yeah, when I try and describe it to people, I'm like, it's just like a dance routine, except they're telling you what to do when you have <laughs> to do it. Uh, <laughs> which so i think you needed a glass or two yeah Yeah. feel comfortable (laughs) to really throw yourself (laughs) in yeah (laughs) but it's a wonderful scottish Mm -hmm. tradition i think Mm -hmm. awesome what's this woofing you were talking about uh for anyone who's not familiar with this wonderful concept yeah so
1: woofing is the worldwide organic farming and um it's a way that you can travel um or Extend travels and learn things. So if you're interested in farming, gardening or any kind of skills like this, when you're, you can sign up and um, for a certain area and uh, you register and then you look for host families. So I stayed with a host family in Japan and helped on their farm. Um, which was really cool. Um, obviously, very different plants than in Scotland. Uh, so lots of things mm-hmm. that I got to learn and they were just really lovely. Um, wow. Yeah. And then...
0: What kind of farming was it though? Like, any, Can you describe yeah. that to me? What did you have to do there? <laughs>
1: um, I mean, it depends on what, what you want to pick. Um, so this farm was not a commercial farm um and it was only plants i didn't really want to go to an animal farm cuz i wasn't I, I, yeah i just didn't you weren't ready yeah. for that <laughs> um and i think with a commer- with a commercial farm obviously then you're really working like it would be a job mm-hmm. probably probably very tiring where this situation mm-hmm. was much more laid back they had a uh, one plot of land that they was used by a school, and the okay. area that they well, she helped the school when they couldn't come or anything like that. And then she had another plot of land that she worked with her friends, um, and it was more like a community area. Um, and then she had a certain section that was her and her families. So on that we got to do just really different things like peanuts. Obviously in, in Scotland you can't just go in.
0: <laughs> no, you can't grow peanuts really in not. Scotland. At least I haven't seen any. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and rice. I remember I had a, we were on the rice field at this this at, near the wall and um, I was cutting with a kama and then it was cutting away and then there was just a snake. <laughs> and I was oh my God. very surprised. Yeah. And then, yeah.
0: Wow. What's a camera? Type of yeah, knife? type of knife.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there was one day that uh, she asked us to pick blueberries. And uh, then we took the blueberries in and gave them to a bakery in exchange for bread. And there was um, oh one day that the area had a vineyard, so they got all people from the area to come and help pick the grapes for that season and stuff. It was just, yeah, they were just really nice.
0: That sounds like just paradise. Yeah. You you get to really immerse yourself in the culture, but that culture is really like natural mm-hmm. and community-based. Oh, wow. That sounds like a lovely experience. Yeah it's much nicer than my experience of similar thing anyway I wasn't one thing mm-hmm. it was actually in Australia um this is when in order to get a second year visa as a tourist uh, working mm-hmm. visa, um you had to work for three months in a remote area okay. so I did various different jobs um and a lot of people think Australia that's going to be really warm and lovely, and you know you relaxed just chilling. No, I was in a really cold vineyard um and it was before the the grapes had had grown it was it was really cold, and we had to prune the vine leaves, so you have to cut back the 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 bushes basically um, right back to uh to the the main sort of trunk, so there's a lot of cutting. Which over the full day yeah. in the cold means your hands turn into claws. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just like oh god, it was really cold, um, and yeah, I was I was chopping one day and uh, you know bending down a lot. It's very hard on the back, and uh, I felt something.
1: Oh no, there. And I
0: looked down and it was um, a red <gasps> spider, which, if you don't know, they're poisonous. Oh, no. But it was only a little one. So it had bitten me, but um, because it was only a little one, I guess its teeth weren't very big yet. Um, and it caused a lot of irritation, but I was fine, <laughs> uh, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just quite surprised to see a spider. Yeah. That's... <laughs> just chilling <laughs> on my t- <laughs> Um, Obviously, s- screams quite quite loud. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> You've taught a lot of different kinds of students. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that really um, impressed me when, when we first met Joanne was that you've taught refugees in the past. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little about your experience of teaching refugees?
1: Yeah, I've been volunteering uh, with Net for quite a while now. Um, so I've had... The, I'm with my third student. Um, so they pair tutors with refugees and you teach online um at a time that is obviously convenient to both what you do varies from student to student to best meet their needs and and help where they are in their current situation uh, and goals yeah yeah wonderful
0: that's great it's so um it's so important to be able to help refugees uh, coming to the UK or, or elsewhere because English really is used as a global language now and it can really help them to communicate at what is going to be a very, very difficult time in their lives, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, for for those who don't know, who are watching this, um, we are... I like to call it a purpose-led English school because we we try and do what we can to make a positive impact mm-hmm. in the world. So um, we're always um, open to, to more collaborations. Uh, but currently we are helping out uh, Refugee Action, SmartWorks and Centrepoint for Youth Homelessness. Mm-hmm. So those three charities are um absolutely fundamentally important in society to help people uh, living in the uk um and yeah for anyone who wants to know more about that we've got the links um on our website and a story all about them on our website as well so you'll be helping us out with that won't you
1: mm-hmm. yeah i'd love to awesome
0: okay um I always like to I always like to ask the teachers um, if they've got any advice that they'd like to give to their English students. So whether that be an English student that you have online now or a refugee that you're volunteering with um, or or anyone really who's learning English who might be watching this, what kind of advice would you like to to give to those students to help
1: them along their journey? Um, I think something that's really important to remember is that as a, a teacher, really, I, I want you to make all of your mistakes with me um, so that you can <laughs> uh, go outside of the classroom and you've already learned from them. Um, it's really what we're here to do is, is to, to help you. Um, so I, it's good if, if you make a mistake, cause then I, I can help. It wouldn't, if you are no longer making any mistakes and I can no longer help you, then yeah. it's often a sign that maybe you, you don't need that kind of lesson anymore. So, mm-hmm. and I think when you're in the class, um, or anywhere in, in life, feeling like you're making mistakes can be really difficult and frustrating, but that's, that's why we go to school or why we do do anything. We have to overcome them to get to the next, the next stage, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm wondering, uh, you just reminded me of a quote. I can't remember who said it though, but it, it, it was, uh, thinking it was Albert Einstein, but probably not. Because every, every <laughs> quote is attributed to Albert Einstein, isn't it? Um, but it was, uh, success is your ability to go from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. I thought yeah. that was absolutely accurate and comforting in equal mm-hmm. measure. <laughs> so thank you for that lovely advice, Joanne. And thank you for joining me today. I've really appreciated hearing your story a bit more. And uh, yeah, we'll be leaving some links underneath the uh episode for anyone who wants to check out more of them um, that any of the topics you spoke about today so great anything you want
1: to say before we finish uh, no just uh thank you for having me here today and i'm looking forward to having more students at intrepid english and helping more people learn english mm-hmm.
0: thank you joanne <laughs> all right thank you so much Music <laughs>